everyone, and welcome to another edition of Naya Wrestling. It is we, yes, that's <laughs> us, your boy. It's myself, your boy, Mark Sylvester, along with me, the man of myth and legend that is Lucy West Tony. Hello, hello. <laughs> I'm back <laughs> from the shadows. Yes, Tony's back after yeah. a long time. <laughs> It was like a very long time, isn't it, Tony? Yeah, it, it's been a while. All recordings, well, we know what happened in the world. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that kind of screwed us. Yeah, right? COVID, work, all the yeah. other bollocks. It's like, yeah, man, isn't it? Yeah. Always the way. Not fun. <laughs> Not <laughs> but, at all. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but how you been anyway? You've been up to much and obviously you're still doing how the game, you got a new channel as well. Yeah, we got a well. new reaction channel that's actually going better than anything I've ever done. Like instantly like doing better. It's crazy. But um yeah, nearly a thousand subs. That's mad. <laughs> oh nice one, Tony. Well done. Uh, yeah, yeah. Other than that, same old, same old. So yeah. oh, that's cool. Yeah. How are you, Mark? I'm good, thank you, Tony. I'm good. <laughs> it's just nice to finally record together and yeah, stuff. Yeah, and it's been a while. Done, yeah, and you inspired me to do a reaction. So I did one of the wrestling episode yeah. from Always Sunny, Always actually Sunny. one of my most popular episodes yeah, nice. and stuff as well. But yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to when you get to point on what our movie to the wrestling episode as well. It'd be oh, quite yeah. cool to see yeah. your reaction to it and stuff yeah. and Claire's as well. And be like, are you some of the references you might get because obviously through this podcast as well yeah, as yeah. other things as well. So yeah, yeah. T- so yeah. No, yeah, definitely, like, always sunny, like, they bring in the numbers, <laughs> people, <laughs> their fan base loves people watching that show, so, yeah. And the podcast that they do itself is really good as well. Oh, yeah, 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 it's great, so, one day I'll be on there, no, <laughs> I'd never be on it, but there well, you, you go. Could do, Teddy. It could be one, they do some cool episodes, you could be like... They just I'm bring gonna, me on, and like... Bring you on, and it's like, you're like, cool, and it's like... It'd be more like the gang humiliates a, a <laughs> content thief or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I feel like the... <laughs> oh, there you go. Indeed. <laughs> and what we were watching is the uh, Montreal Screwjob, Tony. What is... Look at this! Oh, you're kidding me. Marcus, are is you going to beat Bret Hart with a sharpshooter? Yes, he is! So yes. it's this year is 25 years since it happened because it happened Damn. back in 1997. Jeez. <laughs> so obviously I showed Tony a little a bit of the Dark Side of the Ring episode because I thought that'd be the best way to like yeah. show you why they did it and what it's about and that sort of thing. But how did you kind of find the documentary? Obviously I'll tell you a bit more what happens yeah. in reaction to that as well. But did you kind of like understand why it's so infamous and why it's become such a worldwide slash like talked about thing in in the world of wrestling yeah no the 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 video was really good like it was very informative and like i had no idea about any of it so yeah um 
but it was interesting. Yeah, I never knew anything like this happened, to be honest. Like, I mean, I, I'm not surprised it's something that happened because big businesses and corporations will do stuff like that anyway mm-hmm. to get their way and to, yeah, no matter who it screws over. So, yeah. It's yeah, definitely. And yeah. I quite like the fact as well, because even though I'm very much more on the Bret Hart side, I like the fact as well you kind of have that sort of like 50-50 because one side you're like, but he should have dropped the title to a wrestler because he would have been either Bischoff on WCW would have mentioned we've got the world champion or obviously he would never appeared on it because back in 95, a wrestler who left the WF, a woman called um, Alondra Blaze, who is also known as Medusa, threw inside a trash can the WF Women's Championship. And oh, because okay. of that, they were worried about that. Because obviously, even though he was never going to appear on the show with the title, yeah. they didn't want to sure what Bishop would then say about having the champion of WWF. So uh, Okay, yeah, I get you. It kind of makes sense for them to want him to give it up. And it, I, I kind of get it, like, as in... Like, obviously, he was their big draw and he was, like, a big deal. But, like, at the same time, it is a little big-headed of him to want to keep it and not have his, like... I I, I get it, leaving on a high, but at the same time, they really screwed him over, which is awful. It's one of those interesting things, too, because he was leaving on a high. He wanted to leave on a high, but he also said to Vince that... Because he was seen as a as was quite interesting at the time. Because in could you remember watching the Bret Hart Steve Austin match I showed you where they both turned face and both turned heel? Yeah. So basically, it was quite interesting at the time because in Canada Bret Hart was a face, mm-hmm. where in America he was a heel. He went to Vince and he would drop it to anyone else, Austin Bulldog, anyone else. It just we wouldn't have been Sean in Canada. Yeah. So yeah. So like they per they must did they purposely do that then all right and they like, yeah because well, they knew Vince knew who he they hate each other and I think that's why they wanted the match because they, they wanted knew it. They, yeah. they knew it would be a better match yeah and he knew I guess people were aware of their rivalry and oh the hatred they were like, and, so, yeah yeah oh yeah so Vince being like. The, the guy in charge was like, oh, this is what's going to get the ratings, what's going to get people to watch. Like, who cares if he plays someone else random? This yeah. is the rivalry, yeah. Yeah, totally, man. And also because it was, in a sense, Brett, that's why I had to screw him because with Brett having that sort of, like, creative control, in a sense, for the last 60 days of his contract, it was kind of like, well, he kind of decided on what was going to happen and stuff. Yeah. Surely there's a break in his contract, though, if they're not letting him be fully creative because... Yeah, they... but that's the thing about wrestling, man. It's uh, they're in a sense independent contractors. It's kind of like they can kind of fire them on on the whim and that kind of. Thing. They don't have the whole sort of like proper security in a sense yeah. like employees would have in a way. Crazy. Yeah, I know. Mm. But through the whole Montreal screwdriver, I'll tell you what happened that same night because you know they were doing the documentary, so they had like yeah. things backstage. You had like because in DX you had Triple H and China, yeah. and then um, Brett was saying to all, and Sean, like, did you know anything about this? And they were like, no, 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 we didn't, but actually they knew about it. Uh, and then basically all the wrestlers left, the World Wrestling Federation, uh, Mick Foley didn't appear on the show for several weeks, and basically, because you had, Owen Hart had to stay because it was part of his contract, Jim Neidhart left, British Bulldog left, yeah, those two left, and then basically, you know, you know The Undertaker, he yeah. went to, because um, obviously... The locker room must love respect for Vince because he was kind of like you screwed, you screwed a wrestler. Yeah, because obviously yeah. in the a locker room gradually, and and at the time, still even years later on, the Undertaker was known as locker room leader, and he basically went to uh, Vince Unity's Unity speak to Brett, and basically let him have a shot, at you, a shot at you. So they had a massive argument, and then Brett basically then punched 
uh, Vince in the face and then you see uh, a couple of weeks later on, on Raw and they discuss it and then basically Vince's main thing is Brett screwed Brett. What? <laughs> and then and then okay. that and then that then became the catalyst of then the Mr. McMahon character, which then became the biggest hill, the best hill ever, and that's when you had the Austin versus McMahon rivalry, which was like Austin being the beer drinker, ass kicker, fuck you to your boss kind of thing. So and then, in the end And then it, it then propelled the WF to become yeah. the biggest, most popular wrestling federation in the world. I know WCW started to dip and their creative thing was crap and in the year two thousand with Vince Rosso was just went boom. <clears throat> But it helped to turn the tide and it helped to, like, basically help them win the war. So Vince basically, like, oh, that's, that's awful. Like, so it all worked in his favour in the end. It all, yeah, like... because just... it was real and the fans hated him, which then helped him become a even better Damn. heel. And then he actually, they actually... And then late years later on, because obviously at the time as well, Brett hated all of them, wouldn't speak to him. And then and back in 99, God rest his soul, Owen Hart passed away. Obviously, that the funeral so him and Vince had a little chat and then Bretton had a career ending injury in the ring against Bill Goldberg and then in 2000 and I think two or three had a stroke and then he went into the Hall of Fame and then in 2010 he then came back to the WWE had a match against Mr. Man at Wrestlemania and then was able to make amends with Shawn Michaels. Really? So Damn. years later on it kind of <laughs> it, all, it, it, all, it all became so full weird. circle but can you, in a sense, see, obviously hearing about the oh, obviously what happened, just how much the legacy has yeah. become of this thing? and That's just so crazy, like, that in the end they all kind of made... I, I was going to ask, like, did Vince ever... Because in, in the video we watched, you didn't get anything from Vince. Like, so uh, I was wondering if he ever spoke about it or... Uh, he, he he did on different interviews. He, he did an interview where he mentioned on that at the time where yeah. he meant... But Brett you said, Brett. yeah, you said that, and I was a bit like, so he just didn't want to take any responsibility for yeah. what he did, and just yeah, he seems like he's on his own high horse, basically. Oh, Vince has always been on his own high yeah. horse, to be honest. Like he's always been like my decision, basically. So I mean, in the end, though, he is the one in charge, I guess. But mm-hmm. I think the worst thing about it is this whole plan, and he he screwed him over, like rather than like being like up front and telling him what's going on. Obviously, he had the creative decision, but they had to screw him, I guess. But Yeah, and I, yeah. and I think the whole thing of it being in Canada and then he wouldn't lose it to Sean in Canada, especially as well, that kind of added to it as well. Yeah. So it's kind of like... Layers what, upon layers of deceit yeah. and betrayal. <laughs> Pretty much. And then yeah. it's one of those things, like I mentioned earlier, what would then Bischoff do? Because at the time, Raw was live one week and taped another week. But then on Nitro, every week was all live. Mm. And they weren't going to know what Bischoff was going to do. Bischoff could have come out literally 10 minutes before Raw. He could have gone to TNT because at the time, Ted Turner owned WCW. Have you heard of Ted Turner? Uh, no. Uh, he's basically this, uh, for many years, this big billionaire Ted, like businessman who owned like TNT, created CNN, Cartoon Network, basically controlled all oh, of okay. the whole TBS, TNT, all that kind of stuff. And basically he then gave Nitro like prime time to go against Vince originally in 95 oh, okay. when it first started and, Bishop probably would have went to um, Ted and been like, you know what, Brett's still got the title. Let's start two minutes early and be like, you know what, we're going to have in WCW the World Wrestling Federation champion. So. Yeah. Because <laughs> you got to remember, at this time, it was a full-out war. Yeah. You know, because for 83 weeks in a row, WCW beat the ratings of Raw. And then after Mike Tyson and Austin had their thing, they won a week. And then later on when Vince fought Austin in the ring, from then just literally just carried on with just them winning every mm. week. 
Interesting. So was the reason the WCW is winning was because of the live stuff or is better? A uh, bit, bit of both. Live stuff better. You've got Hulk Hogan turning heel. It was more exciting. you got the um, cruiserweights in it. you got some interesting characters. And hmm. at the time of WWF, before 97, before it became a bit more realistic and then it was kind of like the catalyst of the Attitude Era, it was more cartoony. You had Duke the Dumpster Drowsy. You had... The goon who was a hockey man, this random... Sounded like Elden Ring characters. Yeah, <laughs> the man Yeah, man all that kind of stuff. So, And then, with as you saw, and Eric Bishop mentioned, WCW was more real and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. And then at the time when Diesel and uh, Ray Ramon, who were Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, went to WCW, they were like, what's this happening? And it was kind of like adding that realism to it as well, mm-hmm. even being invaded or, you know. So it was quite an interesting time in the world yeah, of fresh yeah. wrestling. So. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Fair enough. I was uh, sorry. I'm thinking back to the bit where he like spat on Vince's face, and I'm like, at the time, you'd like Vince would probably feel like, it, well, maybe not expecting it, but that again works in his favor because people are going to be talking about it, and like, yeah. it's it's insane <laughs> like to think about. But yeah. here's, here's a really interesting thing. You know, Scott Hall, the guy who also sadly passed away recently, mm-hmm. um, the one with the toothpick. He at the end of the documentary. He actually thinks it's a work, and so there's actually some people who think it's a work. What? So what? the whole thing were they? They were all in on it, is what you're yeah. saying? Yeah. That that was another question I was going to ask. I was like, because like you said about them all coming together in the end and stuff. I'm like, was it all like planned secretly, and they're just acting as if it was like a complete? It could have been like that makes sense to me, considering what it is. But yeah. But I guess it's one of those things as well, time heals all wounds, and I guess Brett was yeah. just like, he just couldn't be bothered to be angry anymore, yeah. because obviously he went through those health scares and his brother yeah. passing away, but I'm very much on the side of, I think it was real, yeah. because I don't really think it was a work, because why would then Brett hate you so much, And because Brett's someone who always tells the truth, and he's also someone who's very critical of different things as well, and yeah. very much will tell it as it is, and I, I believe it was real, yeah. and stuff, but... But yeah, so obviously watching the documentary, know more about it. Then, what do you think about it? In a sense, its legacy of even like years later on, there's still like references to it. And when they're in some place in Canada, like the following year, they had a Montreal screw job, and they all and it's like they always do other things. It's like, oh my god, like the Montreal screw job. <laughs> it seems like it left a huge impact on everything. Like it completely changed st- what was going on. So yeah, it seems like. It was definitely a big deal <laughs> and um, it influenced a lot, I guess. Yeah, but I, I honestly never heard about it because obviously I'm not like huge into wrestling yeah. like you are. But yeah, it's very interesting. So yeah, it's crazy to see <laughs> the lengths people go, I guess, as well yeah. to, to do. Yeah. And I think also as well, the craziest thing sometimes about professional wrestling too, it's it's what happens backstage is more interesting than actually the yeah. matches sometimes as yeah, well too because yeah. you got to think as well with Sean and Brett hating each other and then they're having that big fight and then them saying comments to each other and stuff like the sunny days and you being that play girl and that sort of thing as yeah. well it adds more to it as well so yeah, yeah did you ever see much of the behind the, the scenes stuff or has that all come out later i guess uh, it was pretty much it would come out at the time because um there was a lot of like dirt sheets in a sense and they would tell you and i stuff, guess like and that's then... another way for like vince or whoever to like get more interest in it and get more like because controversy sells right <laughs> yeah uh, basically there's a, there was a book that eric bischoff did uh called controversy creates cash yeah which it does basically yeah and then so. it's just like because of this happened and people were excited and then mm. was obviously vince being such a good heel they wanted him to get beat up because a he's the boss and he's like literally the dictator boss and yeah. b they want him to get uh beat the shit out because of what happened to brett and that sort of thing yeah, as well yeah. 
Amazing. And also as well at the time too, they had that documentary which then showed you, which then showed you the back. Well, like I mentioned to you before the fight between Vince and Brett, the um, basically him saying to Sean and stuff, "Did you know about this?" and, and that sort of thing as well. Because yeah. at the time, his wife Julia was even pissed off about the whole situation too. Man. So damn <laughs> craziness. Yeah, no, because yeah. they actually interview Julia in the documentary as well too, and oh, they okay. and they discuss what happened and they mention who created it. Jim Cornette was the one who created it and stuff. I mean, how did you find the whole thing of telling you? Who these people are? Because obviously, as someone who probably doesn't really know the wrestlers that well, did you kind of like that? Yeah, yeah, I was following along. I, I yeah, it, um, it was interesting learning all these different people and what they did. Like even you learn about the referee, which is really interesting. Like and that they were good friends, and mm. he would pick him as a referee and stuff. Oh, but... they they made they made amends as well years later too. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because oh, yeah. for many years uh, they used to chant, uh you screw Brett to L, and then whenever we went to Montreal. They would just boo Shawn Michaels as well. Oh, really? Well, I'm not surprised. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, completely not surprised. But I mean, um, how, how, what, about, what about the like? Obviously, the documentary itself, and so because you know the documentary's made in a sense for both a non-wrestling fan as well as a wrestling fan. Like, would it be something in you might potentially watch in the future? Because you might have found like maybe other interesting stories. Because this is all about like the more darker side of the ring. We've got like mentions about wrestlers, and there's a rather wrestler called Dino Bravo who ended up being part of the mafia and the ma- and they think the mafia might have killed him. And what? there was another one about the um, story of Chris Benoit about how um, the double murder suicide thing and how basically after he died because of all the steroids and all the shots to the head and stuff that um, who then killed his, his himself, his wife and his child. Jesus. And, and it's just like all about <laughs> that. And you've got the whole thing about Owen Hart, about how he sadly passed away and then the story about mm. that and stuff. And it's, it's a really, it's a really interesting, but also quite sad, but also quite like disgusting but also really like fascinating yeah yeah uh, series well like you were saying like um sometimes a lot of the behind the scenes stuff is more interesting than what's going on like mm-hmm. it's like finding out the backstory to things and what was going on yeah it's like with anything like um like one of my favorite all-time favorite films is mad max Fury road and the amount of problems and stuff that had behind the scenes i'd love to see a documentary about that like that's the same sort of thing like you're saying yeah. this i'd love to see it's interesting to see. I've always been interested in behind the scenes stuff anyway. So, yeah, I'm the yeah, same as you. I've always been interested yeah. in it as well. So, it definitely is interesting to me. Yeah. So. But nice. yeah, it seemed very well made this this yeah. I was I was not lost at any point of what's going on, so because obviously I knew nothing about it to begin yeah. with. Yeah. And what you a uh, last question there about the way it was made and stuff, but how did you find the sort of like recreation slash sort of like um yeah, basically, yeah, the re- the recreations of a lot of the things. Like, obviously, you had the two actors in the ring, and they had like the lights. And to be honest, it. I couldn't even tell because oh, <laughs> really? obviously, I've not even seen it, so I wouldn't have been able to tell if you said if you didn't say anything. I'd be like, oh yeah, look, it's all. The- <laughs> yeah, I had no idea. Oh really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, there was a few bits that like did look, but yeah, no, it, it yeah, it was, it was very well done. I think. Yeah. Oh, nice one, yeah, Tony. So, would it be uh? Would you recommend it to other people to watch as well? If, if they I mean, it's interesting. Sort of yeah, yeah, definitely. It's something very interesting and something I didn't know about. And yeah. Yeah, because. Horrible yeah. as well for yeah. what they've done to him. So yeah. So. Oh, yeah. cool. Very nice. So before we head off, then, Tony, uh, Tony, do you have any other questions at all um, about the whole situation or about the documentary or anything? Why is Vince McMahon such a dickhead? <laughs> uh, many reasons, Tony. Many reasons indeed. Oh, <laughs> which I won't say here because it will be an hour-long episode. <laughs> yeah. But it's what is Vince McMahon is one of those annoying people. 
because as much as he's done for the wrestling business and how much I thank him because without him I wouldn't be a wrestling oh, yeah. fan but then again it could have been someone else but he's a massive dickhead though it's I think like the sort I've... of scummy stuff especially the things that have been coming out recently and yeah. that sort of thing as well I think like like we said though like him doing this basically helped in the long run didn't it it caused a yeah. lot of good things to come from it I guess good in quotation marks but yeah so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either, so... <laughs> I wouldn't want to beat him. <laughs> no, I wouldn't, yeah, no, I wouldn't want to beat him. I mean, I wouldn't mind the money, but yeah. I, wouldn't, I wouldn't want to beat him. <laughs> no. Yeah, so... So, yeah. So, before we head off on Tony, anything you want to plug to? Like, obviously, you've got any upcoming videos happening on What Our Movie, etc.? Uh, well, yeah, we mentioned What Our Movie. Uh, it's uh, me and Claire uh, do reactions to TV shows. Mostly ones she's not seen at the moment, and I have seen. <laughs> but that's because when we started it, she couldn't pick any. She didn't have... A, she couldn't pick a... Tri- a she couldn't choose any shows for me to watch but eventually we'll watch stuff I haven't seen so. that's cool because I, yeah. I think my favourite thing is watching some stuff that I've seen before and now I just my favourite bit is just seeing Claire's reaction oh, because yeah. then it's like you're watching a completely and yeah. utterly new person watch it and yeah, it's just like oh exactly. my god they're getting yeah. as excited as we yeah, did and yeah. stuff you know one of my favourite bits um, in the latest Mr. Robot episode it started and instantly Claire was like what the fuck is going on now and I just <laughs> Could not stop laughing. It's so funny. But one of my favorite bits is seeing because I obviously saw the Mandalorian way before you did. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. say anything. Yeah, because like, seeing see yours that. and hers reaction to Luke spoilers. Yeah, Luke yeah. Skywalker appearing on skin. I was yeah. like, oh my god, yes, excited as much as I was. I was actually yeah. tearing up whilst watching that it's bit good. as well. Yeah, that's why I like reactions. Like some people complain about them, but I put a lot of effort to. We do a lot of discussing and reviewing. So yeah, there we go. But there's videos coming. As quick as I can edit them. <laughs> and Tony edit them very, very quickly. As fast as I can. <laughs> and we also do um, How Do You Game as yes, well. Yeah. Uh, we've recently been playing online um, First Class Trouble. Oh, First Class Trouble, yeah. Um, I don't remember. I've recorded a bunch of Fall Guys. I don't. I can't remember if I've... Was it the one that we won? Is that, uh, is that uh, one coming I can't, up I don't, I'm not sure. But yeah, we've played a lot. So, And we're hoping to play some more Crash Twin Sanity, the longest series ever made. We started Indeed. 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah, and it will never end. It's yeah. like a never-ending... Basically, in the in bottom, they were doing this like, joke. It's never-ending like Let's Play. <laughs> yeah, it's become a never-ending... It's the, no, it's the, the Bermuda Triangle of Let's Play. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so, well, there you go. Yeah. so yeah, guys, that was No Wrestling. Don't forget to like, follow, and subscribe to all of us on all the social medias, podcast networks, and YouTube too. This has been your hosts, the amazing Loser Quest. Uh, gotta be, gotta be, gotta be Loser Quest himself, Tony. Bye-bye. <laughs> this has been Mark. And don't forget, guys, to take care. And always remember... <laughs> I knew you were going to do that. And I'm like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Brett screwed Brett.